Support for this podcast and the following message come from Allianz Travel Insurance. An unexpected medical emergency can cost you. It can cost you even more when you're traveling abroad. Protect your trip at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. President Biden and former President Trump easily won the Michigan primaries on Tuesday. Trump easily won support from the Republican Party's base. And NPR's Don Gagne explains that Biden survived a grassroots challenge from Democrats upset by his policy towards the Middle East. In Michigan, choosing no candidate, choosing uncommitted had more of an impact in this race Tuesday night. Uh, In Michigan, voters are able to select uncommitted right on their ballots. There's a box there. And activists who are angry over President Biden's policies toward Gaza, they want a ceasefire there and they want him to push hard for it. They launched a campaign of protest votes. NPR's Don Gagne reporting. Senate Democrats are expected to fast-track a vote on legislation that would protect access to in vitro fertilization. Senator Tammy Duckworth introduced the measure only days after the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos used in IVF are children. The story from NPR's Windsor Johnston. Senator Duckworth tells NPR that the ruling in Alabama lays the foundation for basically outlawing anything that involves the destruction of a fertilized egg. This is not just about one state and one Republican state politician who wants to try to cover his butt on this. This is about the fact that Republicans across the nation have for decades now worked as hard as they can to give rights to a fertilized egg that are far greater than a living, breathing human being. Many Republicans in the House are facing criticism for pushing legislation that defines life as beginning at conception while supporting IVF in the wake of the Alabama ruling. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. A top U.N. official warns that a quarter of the population in Gaza is on the verge of famine. NPR's Michelle Kellerman has more on a report to the U.N. Security Council. The official with the U.N.'s Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs says Palestinians in Gaza are almost entirely dependent on aid, which he says is woefully inadequate. Ramesh Rajasingham says aid workers face many obstacles. Our efforts continue to be beset by crossing closures, serious movement restrictions, access denials, onerous vetting procedures, incidents involving desperate civilians, protests and and a breakdown in law and order. The World Food Program had to suspend operations in northern Gaza because of that. An official with the WFP says right now Gaza is seeing the worst level of child malnutrition anywhere in the world. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. On Wall Street, stocks closed mostly lower. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 96 points. This is NPR News. The city of San Francisco has formally apologized for its role in the oppression of black people. The apology is among dozens of proposals from a local reparations committee. A California state task force is working on compensating black residents for discrimination in housing, education, lending, health care, and employment. The California legislature is working on compensating descendants of blacks whose properties were seized by the government under the guise of eminent domain. Newly released federal data show visitation appears to be returning to normal and more manageable levels at America's national parks. As NPR's Kirk Sigler reports, many parks were overwhelmed by a surge of guests during the pandemic. 
The National Park Service says visitation at its national parks, monuments, and other sites increased by about 4%, or 13 million more visitors than 2022. The agency says the numbers are actually leveling off a bit after surging during the pandemic when millions of new visitors flocked to federal parks, especially from cities that were mostly locked down. But some of the historically busiest national parks, such as Yellowstone, still reported that 2023 was its second busiest year on record. Generally, the surge in visitor numbers Numbers leading up to and during the pandemic caused a big strain on parks that were already struggling to address a huge maintenance backlog and other infrastructure upgrades. Now, all of these pressures are coming as the Park Service has struggled to fill vacant positions and recruit new workers. Kirk Ziegler, NPR News, Boise. U.S. futures are lower in after-hours trading on Wall Street. Asian markets are mostly lower. This is NPR News. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Macmillan Audio. One of the most thought-provoking books about the Middle East, Thomas L. Friedman's From Beirut to Jerusalem, is now available as an unabridged audiobook featuring a new preface read by the author. Find it wherever audiobooks are sold.